fancy lager. Indeed. I'm on the Negroni. Very classy. Mm. Hey, welcome into Fantasy Football UK. It's me, Jimmy, and Craig. What up? There we go. Uh, welcome in after Thanksgiving, after quite a week of football. It was uh, it's still, it's still, still two games to go. Yeah, so. uh, some some interesting headlines. Uh, Tyreek Hill is, uh, is, 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 is quick. quick. Yeah, he's good at football. It, uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Um, as is Patrick Mahomes. I know that's an obvious one, but I was watching the game last night and there was one passage of play uh, where he threw the ball away three times in a row. And somehow it was such a positive. It's just a guy with complete situational awareness. None of it was like panicked throwaways. None of it was as he was getting tackled. He surveyed the scene. He looked. He didn't want to force it. He threw the ball away. Um, just magical. I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is a great quarterback. Uh, yeah. yeah. He had a big, pretty big week. Yeah, not quite as big as Tyreek. Uh, or, or Derek Henry. Yeah, those two. Oh, my God. There are people that conceivably could have those three on the same team. Uh, and Antonio Gibson and Will Fuller. I mean, there will be people. Uh, I mean, those people have definitely won. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Antonio Gibson had a fantastic week it was finally the the real antonio gibbs season uh he played on thanksgiving against the cowboys who while not great opponent uh had no answer for him 20 rush attempts for 115 yards three rushing touchdowns uh mckissick seemingly fading into a into a nothingness uh, I mean, I've dropped him. Uh, yeah, I think the the targeting of him's dropped off to hugely. next to nothing. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of it was uh, him coming on, Alex Smith getting comfortable being behind, under centre again, and then just targeting the hell out of uh, McKissick. I think they haven't been quite as that, like chasing the lead lately that they have been previous games well no it's true i mean because the cowboys are... are piss poor and yeah <laughs> yeah what's going on with zeke well i mean andy dalton yeah and the, but... the offensive line he also, had a I mean, lot of offensive line problems you know, 10 rushes for 32 yards from ezekiel elliott it's uh cause for concern no I mean of the top three picks Kamara Saquon uh, no not even Christian Kamara McCaffrey. Sa Saquon Christian McCaffrey Zeke Elliott 
they've all they've all been very very disappointing yeah uh even dalvin cook had a quote-unquote down week by his standards um but we talk about concern kamara it does it didn't look good but i think it was really more of a game script i think the saints had already taken quite a comfortable lead yeah but uh, it, it was a similar story last week though this thing since Taysom hill came in uh this week, 11 rushes for 54 yards, uh, two targets, one reception. Last week, 13 attempts for 45 yards, touchdown to save the day, uh, one target, zero receptions. Prior to that, it was eight targets, six targets, nine, uh, 13 targets, eight targets. I mean, it's just they've completely changed the offense, which, while great for real football uh i mean clearly shows that sean payton can adapt on the fly he can handle things because they're still winning with Taysom hill under center uh which puts them on one two three four five six seven eight wins on the bounce now uh but latavius got more attempts in that last game than kamara I mean, next week I'm genuinely considering starting Latavius over Kamara, which mm. seems insane. Yeah, I mean, you got to make the moves based on what you see. I mean, I, I didn't play Clyde Edward-Tolaire this week, and it was a very smart move. Mm. Yeah, he so. barely touched the ball at all. Uh, we had the return of Fitzmagic, which was lovely. We had the uh, return of Derek Carr crash, which was... Oh, yeah. Wow. That was, yeah. Wow. I don't know and what happened. Vegas, they can play against the Chiefs and look good and then look, well, you saw what they look like. Yeah, the Falcons are one of, if not the worst pass defences. Uh, and yet last week, or this week, however you choose to view it, uh, managed to just put, Car under so much pressure that he ended the week with 0. 0.6 points That's an in our scoring, scoring. Yeah. Um, where we had 215 yards an interception which was a pick six and three fumbles oof, oof. yeah well, I mean turning if you're going to turn the ball over that much you're going to lose games like, yeah. you got to keep control of the football and then there's Josh Jacobs lost control of the ball, and then he was out of the game. Except he didn't. It it was ruled not a fumble, wasn't it? Oh, fair enough. But he still. Oh no, 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 no! It was ruled a fumble. Sorry, I thought it was overturned. Uh, no, he yeah, he lost control of the ball, possibly on an injury. Now they didn't talk about the injury. We were watching red zone. Didn't talk the in, talk about the injury at all. I just saw Booker in a lot. I mean, to the point where we were in the five, the 10 zone. And I remember saying, I was like, oh, this looks very Jacobsy." Uh, and then Booker got the ball. Got Booker got the ball. Uh, but the description coming out after this is, uh, Jacobs will have tests on the ankle Monday morning. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport says the injury, quote, looks worse than it is, which is good news because the injury appeared catastrophic. Did it? I don't know. I didn't see it. Um, but, well, exactly. I mean, catastrophic to my fantasy season as the Josh Jacobs and the Kamara owner. Yeah. Uh, you squeaked out a win this week. Don't worry. I did more than squeak, my friend. I 
I, with with poor performances like that, you're like you're lucky you had some big time games from Watson. Yeah, it's really lucky I uh, I drafted and played the waiver wire as, as I did. Such such luck, such luck. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, my average score two hundred twenty points. My lowest score, an anomalous one, but everything else over two hundred. Yeah. Big performances were. It was a weird set of games because it was very, very one sided. We had the return of Fitzmagic uh, and the Miami defense who managed to hold the Jets to three points. Uh, it's just come out as to. Uh, whether or not Adam Gase is actually making the play calls or if he's passed it on. or And it turns out it is now a triumvirate of people calling the play calls <laughs> because this is a this is a quote here. Uh, this came on just before we came li- live. Gase doesn't want to give up play calls because, quote, it's a competitive disadvantage to name a play caller. <laughs> this guy has a job. Matt Patricia doesn't. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Yeah, and it's not fair enough that Gase does. Uh, Jets coach Adam Gase says the team's play calling is being labelled a, quote, collaborative effort because he doesn't want to give away too much information in case it's a competitive disadvantage. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think the Jets have any advantages, competitive or not. I know, it's just... It seems balmy to me that this guy's still in there. I don't. Uh, and then, not far off Adam Gase is Matt Nagy, uh, or Nagy, Nagy, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, when questioned about whether or not Trubitsky's going to start week 11, he replied with, I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the level of confidence in your, your quarterback you, you want. Yeah. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. Uh, I mean, I would say he did okay. 242 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, though. And that's the uh, plus uh, fumble lost. Uh, that It's the turnover. It's just, oh, God, I hate Bears football at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Lions football is probably worse. So, yeah. Don't worry. Anyway, uh, the Broncos were forced to play with uh, two quarterbacks and a wide receiver. As sorry, two two running backs and a wide receiver as their quarterbacks. Uh, which I think a few players had something how, how, to say how about. Did, how did how did that go? Uh, <laughs> not great, Bob. Uh, the I think the wide receiver Hinton ended with minus points. He completed one pass, uh, which ain't great, but it's, uh, yeah. Uh, and then Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon, weird three-headed wildcat odd formation. Uh, if it had worked, then we were going to be seeing the 2020 version of the 2019 Ravens. Uh, but it didn't. It was. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was bad. They, they don't have the personnel. 
I mean, to be honest, the Broncos would have got beat either way, even with Drew Locke. Yeah. Um, Drew, Locke, Drew Locke ain't that good. Now, I can't help but feel, we've discussed it briefly, the preferential treatment of the reigning MVP. Now, Lamar Jackson seems, and his, specifically his team, seems to be given, or seems to be being given this week, every possible opportunity to play. Mm. I get, I understand that they want to get the match done because then they get the playoffs on time and yada, 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 yada. But how they are not just forfeiting the game and going, sorry, Ravens, tough shit. Yeah. They cancelled practice today for them because mm. because there were more positive tests. So, so the Ravens, I, I read this, they haven't practiced since last Saturday before the test the, before the Titans game. Mm. I, well, I think I think they're giving the Ravens a bit more time than they should have. Yeah. Uh, 49ers playing with practice squad guys. Broncos going out there without a fucking quarterback. I mean, this could just be a conspiracy against the Steelers as well. Because <laughs> <sighs> oh. they are undefeated and they have had a pretty easy schedule. But then... maybe, maybe it's also because if, they, if the Steelers are going to go undefeated, they don't want there to be an asterisk against their season. Because if the Ravens forfeited, it'd be like, yeah, but first ever undefeated. Is it first ever undefeated? Or one of? The first undefeated Steelers season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I I think... Was it the Patriots did it? Yeah, but then they lost in Super Bowl to Eli. Yeah, yeah. The better Madding. Of the infamous uh, song... (laughs) 18 and One more to go, Super Bowl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, we lost. (laughs) <laughs> it's uh it's been as, as good as the bear song what, the icky shuffle can't remember what it is but yeah i think it, it was the icky shuffle that that now that is an absolute <laughs> banger that is uh i don't know how you badmouth the icky shuffle this one yeah this is the one uh it no copyright no copyright that's that's how it works <laughs> In before I, I think copyright. if we i think if we speak obnoxiously over it it, it doesn't count yeah. uh, i'm okay with this running for the rest of the podcast maybe i'll take it down a little bit um yeah it'd be nice to have a super bowl chance uh we've still got to see the uh eagles versus the seahawks the angry birds and we've got the Steelers versus the Ravens. I mean, God knows what's going to go on with the Ravens. Uh, spoilers, if you've been umming and ahhing about your defense, I know it might be a bit late now, but play the Steelers. I think the Steelers' defense might do okay this week. Uh, don't really 
Oh, don't you pause. You think the Steelers defense have defense? I didn't hear what you said. It, it went weird. I said, I, d I don't think the Steelers' defence are really a wave of defence. They've been one I, of the highest. I know they're not, but... Uh, yeah, and then... Uh, now, the Seahawks versus the Eagles, which is tonight, is going to be an interesting I mean, the one. should win. They should walk away with it. I mean, the, the if the Eagles do win, they, they, they I think they take the division from the Giants. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, no. I think the Giants just... No, the Redskins just took it from the Giants. I thought the I don't Giants know. won. I, I don't way, know how the, it goes. The winning team Either in way, division has wins. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, something that popped up across my Twitter, which I just found interesting. Uh, it's this season's highest uh, average yards per rush. Uh, with 7.5 average... Who do you reckon it is? Mm. Mm. Derek Henry? No, you would think so, wouldn't you? My God, that oh, but guy. He's just had, he has had a lot of carries, though, so yeah. that must yeah. push down. The well, that's the point that I wanted to raise. So the league leader, league leader in uh, yards per rush attempt is Ty Johnson of the Jets. Then it's TJ Yeldon of the Buffalo Bills, uh, Patrick Laird of Miami, Sony Michelle of New England, uh, Marlon hey, Mack. This, it's just sort of showing how, how fucking useless this statistic is. is... Wait, well, yes, it, it does. But then, <laughs> but uh, as the the post says, two of these are not like the others. Nick Chubb, yeah. Mike Mike Boone, Jalen Rashad, Reggie Bonifant, Keyshawn Vaughn, Miles Sanders. Uh, <laughs> previous attempts, eight attempts, ten attempts, four attempts, twenty-six attempts, four attempts, two attempts. Nick Chubb is averaging six point three yards per rush on one hundred and fifteen attempts. Miles Sanders is averaging five point seven and one hundred and two attempts. That is impressive. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, they are sustainable. I initially looked at it and I was like, ah. Oh. Look at all these attempts that these guys have had, and then I realised that it was talking about their average, which is still incredible. Hard. Dude, this song is so good. <laughs> have you got it on a loop, or is it just no, this no? Long? It's my God, it's, it's five five minutes thirty nine seconds long. <laughs> That's Fucking fantastic. Epic ballad, Jesus. <laughs> It's, the video is everything you'd want it to be. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so tonight, are we going to see any Jalen Hurts? Uh, I mean, it sounds like we are. Mm, sounds like he might get a look in at least. Um, which is odd, considering that Peterson was going, no, 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 no. It's not Carson Wentz's fault. <laughs> mm, is it not? It's not Carson Wentz's fault. We drafted a quarterback in the second round. We're now giving him first team reps. It's not his fault. It's his fault. Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz is... I mean, he's really had one good season in his career. He's been injured a lot. And, yeah. 
He's had a lot of problems with talent position players. It's true. Uh, Zacherts. Uh, is Zacherts back? And if so, do you play him? Oh. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> to either. Because Dallas Goddard is a better version of Zacherts. That's because he's not washed up. Oh. <laughs> wow, that is a uh, that's pretty cold. It certainly feels that way though with Ertz, doesn't it? Because at, I, at the start, of the it season, might be Carson. It might be Wentz. Yeah, because at the start of the season, we were talking about Zach Ertz, and we were saying, "Yeah, I know the emergence of Dallas Goddard, but all that's going to do is actually free it up for Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz has never been anything but reliable, as a, and now suddenly, he's not reliable. Well, <laughs> No, uh, but equally, I feel like people were giving him a bit of a hard time. Uh, it's to do with the number of receptions he's actually pulling in, arguably. But at tight end, you are almost by definition going to be contested. Week one, he had seven targets for three receptions and 18 yards in a touchdown. Week two, seven targets, five receptions for 42 yards. Uh, week three, 10 targets, seven receptions, 70 yards. In a tight end landscape that we're in, because the only games he was bad in uh, was San Francisco, who are currently rating best against the tight end, and Pittsburgh, who are currently rated as second best against the tight end. Uh, after that, he played Baltimore and he got 10 targets for four receptions, but I think that's the game he got injured in. And then he's been injured ever since. I... I wouldn't play him, not in this game, not the first game back, if he, if he is going to be playing. Um, but he's, he's certainly sort of a stash. He's yeah, a stash. He, he shouldn't. He will be, but he shouldn't be on your waivers. Uh, I think he's getting a bit of a hard time, personally. Uh, yeah, Justin Jefferson came up big. With the absence of Adam Thielen, which I am delighted about, again, as the Jefferson owner, uh, Taysom Hill is just tanking everybody near him. <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking at my team again, and I, it just makes me so angry. Taysom Hill did all right in terms of his own personal fantasy and in terms of winning. Uh, yeah, no, Daniel absolutely. Jo Daniel Jones got injured because oh, he's yeah, he a fucking did, didn't dickhead. He? Uh, <laughs> Like, uh, he, I got him ready. He's like, literally, I got him for this streak of games that he's about to have of Cincinnati, Seahawks, and Arizona. Perfect little schedule for him. And now he's going to be injured through all of them, basically. Yeah, it has come out that he's uh, likely to be out several weeks. Uh, so my, my quarterback room is now going to have an average age of about 40. Well, we can always talk about Taysom Hill. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I know you love Taysom Hill. I, from a fantasy perspective, I've got no problem with Taysom Hill. Like, it's it's... <laughs> from a personal perspective. So actually, no, no, that's not true. From a <laughs> from a fantasy perspective, in his own right, I've got no problem with Taysom Hill because of the black hole of production that he is. That's the issue I've got. Uh, it's the. I mean, I mean, Michael Michael Thomas and Kamara didn't didn't do much. 
No. Uh, Michael Thomas uh, with uh, a rush attempt for one yard, the six targets, four receptions, 50 yards. I mean, it's not dreadful. Uh, those of you that drafted him in the first round, yeah, you're going to be crying. You're going to be upset, especially after the start to the season he had. Uh, people like myself who essentially drafted him in the, I think, ninth round by trading my Antonio Gibson for Michael Thomas. Turns out, completely one-sided trade, and I got taken advantage of. Um, but Taysom Hill, for a starting quarterback, 78 passing yards. I mean, one good thing is that 50 of them went to Michael Thomas. I guess he's got the market share on lockdown. Um, but 78 passing yards and an interception. He ran to, the expected return of Drew Brees is it another week or two or fifteen. Is it... 15, fifteen is is realistic apparently. Um, but if right. Taysom Hill Taysom, keeps winning, Taysom Hill Super Bowl MVP discuss. No, <laughs> Taysom Hill won't get. Taysom Hill is a stopgap version of uh, Lamar Jackson. He's nowhere near as good, but it's defenses haven't planned against him. He will get found out by week 13, 14. And he's not a dual threat. He he, he can throw it about seven yards. I, I, I could see defenses getting wise, especially they've got a relatively tough schedule coming up. No, next week they've got the divisional match against the Falcons, which normally I would feel fine about, except you just saw what they did to Derek Carr. Then they've got Philadelphia, who weirdly, I think, have an all right de defense. And then after that's the Chiefs in week 15. Uh, he is not going to retain his job. No. Which is fine, because that means I get Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and Alvin Kamara back against Minnesota in the final. Unless Speaking I go of one losing your job, Patricia and and Quinn are gone. Yeah, uh, the experiment is over. Is uh, Bevel the stand-in? Yes. Mm. Uh, is acting. I mean, to be honest, I think it got to the point where the players weren't playing for him. Like you saw, like Kenny Galladay was fine. He he's he wasn't even injured. I'm pretty sure for the last week or two. Uh, I feel like it's just contract disputes. I, I do wonder if now Patricia's gone, now that Quinn has gone, I wonder if Kenny Galladay's hip suddenly clears up. I think it's going to. I also I think they're gonna all wanna play for Daryl Bevel. I feel like they're gonna have I feel like they're gonna have a great end of season. They're gonna hire Daryl Bevel as their head quote coach, and then next year it's gonna all fall to pieces. <laughs> but do you, I mean no Forget fantasy for a second, but from a uh, approach to your job perspective, because Kenny Galladay is in contract year. Yeah. Uh, so far, he has four games. Well, five games actually. I think yeah, five games. Uh, the fifth is the one that he got injured in. Uh, he's done fantastic while he's been there. Seven targets, six receptions. 57 yards and a touchdown, eight targets, four receptions, 62 yards and a touchdown, six targets, four receptions, 105 yards, 
seven targets, six reception, 114 yards. He's been great. If you are faking injury, I I feel like he may have left it too late to if he's trying to fake an injury to get rid of the head coach to get a new contract. I feel he might have left it too late. I wonder if they're going to look at his contract here and go, well, you didn't perform. Well, I think, to be honest, it massively depends on what GM comes in and what their philosophy is, how they feel about the team. Because mm. the, new, the new GM and coach might come in and just want to burn it all down. They might just trade away everyone, just go for a full restock at the draft kind of thing. Or they could come in and be like, well, we got these veterans. We want to build off these pieces. But you never know what their philosophy is going to be. Yeah, because Kenny, Kenny Golladay, the week before his injury, uh, if I'm clever, I might be able to find it, but I'm not going to waste time with it at the moment. Uh, he posted a photo of him absolutely mossing somebody uh, in his most recent game where he just ju- out-jumped them grabbed the ball from in front of the D-back's face and scored a touchdown. And all he posted as a comment was, that gonna cost you. Um, And obviously he's talking about, if you want me to keep doing this, or I say obviously, I I think fairly obviously, if you want me to keep doing this, you're going to have to pay me. Uh, I just wonder if he's going about it the right way. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's... Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I think the problem is he wants to get paid as a top receiver in the league, but he hasn't really had the production of a top receiver in the league. He's incredibly he's efficient. Like, yeah, he's good. He's a great receiver, but he's not tearing teams apart on his own. He's not Megatron. He's no. not DeAndre Hopkins, you know. No. no, but he is a very good player, but I feel like he wants to get paid like the best receiver in the league. You know, there could have been a time that the Lions could have had Golladay and Megatron. Yeah, if Megatron didn't retire. (laughs) I know, but I mean, like, he retired. Because he wanted out of the the factory of sadness. Yeah. As as some people. (laughs) Cool teams that are terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's just endless, endless disappointment. I, I'm hopeful that this change will be positive, but I mean, I'm not hopeful. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, since uh, Bill O'Brien left the Texans, the... Uh, you do often get an uptick once the coach yeah, goes. because they went undefeated and now they've gone better than that. I think five and five. No, I've completely lost it, but he got fired after three or four games. Um, and they've won over 50% since then, given that they've got a hugely depleted talent um, in the Texans. We've seen it with the Falcons, certainly in their defense last week. Uh, It's interesting. The Jags have just fired their GM as well. Um, And Mm. yeah, Adam Gase still has a job. I, I was someone had a theory. It's like they don't want to get rid of Adam Gase because that means they might win a game, and you've got to, <laughs> you've got you've got to make sure you have the best chance to get the first overall pick. And which yeah, is Adam also, Gase. So he's doing his job. 
But equally, surely the presence of Adam Gase in the Jets organization is enough to make any prospect pull an Eli Manning and basically just say no. Yeah, but they fire him before the draft. Don't worry. Ah, so it's, there's all a, there's a plan. Yeah. Oh. Adam Gase will get a job at whatever team wants the first overall pick next year. I see, I see. So, so he's the Lions. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, how tell me how much would your heart break? Well, I mean, it would it would mean Stafford's on his way out. Uh, so we send Stafford to the Jets, <laughs> so that he can have the saddest career of all time. Yeah. I don't well, know. and he just mentors Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. For like 30 million a year. Oh, good God. <laughs> no, that would never happen. Stafford, if he's going anywhere, it'll probably be the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, it probably is. Uh, There's a Kellen Moore and the Georgia, the fact that he's from Georgia, kind of near Texas. It's down south. Say, say, same thing. Same thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then we've obviously we've got the Dak Prescott thing, which is desperately sad. Uh, yeah, I, I hope I hope he bounces back. Yeah. Um, and enjoys his career as like the Broncos QB or something. <laughs> that would suck. Um, what a fall from grace that would be. Uh, the Cowboys might they might just pay him like just be like, yeah, we kind of fucked you over. We're just gonna pay you. Well, to be honest, the the Cowboys season right now is the best thing that could happen for him from him from a negotiation standpoint. Oh yeah, it's shown that Andy Dalton is not uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, there must just be part of Dak that's on the sidelines, just like see, see. The Cowboys looked pretty good when Dak was there. I mean, their defense was piss poor, but they're on off, on offense, they did look good. Like yeah. They were keeping games pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just sort of shows you how good Dak actually is. Because Andy Dalton isn't exactly like the worst QB. No, quite. He, he is the the cornerstone of mediocrity. So like, where's well, the Andy Dalton line, it. isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it, and if he can't do it, then it just shows you how much Dak was doing. Yeah. Anyway, let's leave it at that because we've got waivers to discuss tomorrow, and we've done a lot of ranting today. So we're Ooh, gonna yeah, pointless we're rant. We yeah. get some more pointless ranting tomorrow, and then at some point after the Steelers game, hopefully happens or doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Either way. I just hope I win this week, man. I need that playoffs. I need them playoffs, man. That's not like my crack. I, I, yeah, I can't be breaking my streak. I'm, I'm yet to fail to make playoffs, um, and I'm pretty sure I've just secured it with this victory now. So, yeah, God. you have on the on the condition that Andy definitely loses. Yeah. Uh, and if not, then oh, me and Steve, Clash of the Titans. Talking of Steve, we've let it right to the very end uh, because 
We wanted to keep it a secret. We wanted to test you. We wanted to make sure you were really listening. But if you go to our partners, gymtools.co.uk, you can find all sorts of fabulous stuff, dumbbells, weights, individual plates, etc. And we can offer you an exclusive 20% discount if you use the code FFUK20. Uh, they are professional, they are small, they are zinc coated, they are corrosion resistant, they are really rather good. And I will ask this as well, please make sure you actually use the code FFUK20 and not the promo code Black Friday 25 because otherwise, you... <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you'll get more money off. Uh... Otherwise you'll get more money off and you won't be supporting the podcast. And then that, that, promotion and will, will, that promotion will end shortly. So don't, That's true. And then it will yeah. become Cyber Monday 30. And <laughs> uh, no, you use the codes. Uh, free delivery in within 50 miles of awesome. some, yeah, yeah. G, GU34. <laughs> Basically around, around London, that's that home county sort of area, you'll get free delivery. Rest of mainland UK delivery, you know, it's going to cost depending on where you live. Yeah, but they're, no, they are genuinely really Top good. Notch, good stuff. I like good them. guys. They yeah. need to they need to do merch so we can buy shirts. That's true, and then we can give away shirts to one of our true. ten listeners. Yeah, yeah, or our family and friends who don't even listen. I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, doing doing a niche a niche podcast. Uh, it will pick up eventually, right? Yeah, sure. And if not, it's a little bit of fun. Craig, thank you very much for joining me. No doubt we'll be catching a plane shortly. Um, but yeah. join us tomorrow for more ridiculousness on Fantasy Football UK. Bye! Peace.